Ted, is it too early um, or is it entirely clear at this point in time um, to tell us what could have been the cause of that explosion at Madupi? Okay, um, it's, it's actually quite clear what's happened, um, and Eskom has admitted this. Uh, it was a procedural flaw um, uh, in, in two ways. Firstly, the procedure that was uh, uh, described for evacuating the hydrogen from the generator unit uh, was not followed. And then secondly, in my opinion, the whole procedure is not foolproof and uh, relies a lot on judgment. And in this case, it was a maintenance team that uh, was working on the unit. And the maintenance teams are mostly subcontractors, and the constituents of those teams are different every time they are operationalized. So one needs to have procedures that are foolproof and cannot be uh, shortcut. And this is not the case at all power stations of ESCOM. So this is a systematic or systemic uh, problem within ESCOM is that uh, they have uh, these uh, hydrogen-cooled uh, generation sets throughout their fleet of 90-odd uh, uh, generating units, and uh, the procedure is not foolproof. Hmm. Should we be concerned about this incident just a few weeks after the costly power station was purportedly formally completed? Well, it was in fact within a week. So I think ESCOM has a world record of uh, running into its first major explosion within a week of uh, uh, operationalizing the power station. So, uh, yes, and I am very concerned because, as I've just described to you, uh, this is a systemic problem uh, at all multi-generating units of ESCOM. Now, ESCOM said we shouldn't be concerned about load shedding, but how are the prospects of any further load shedding in the aftermath of this explosion? Well, ESCOM has been running on a very tight margin for the best part of 14 years, as you will be aware. Uh, and uh, last week, they were running at a surplus of about 3 gigawatts. Uh, with this unit offline, it's 800 megawatts, which is nearly 1 gigawatt. So that means that the surplus uh, is uh, reduced to 2 gigawatts. The world uh, uh, margin of uh, safety that uh, is generally applied is 15% of fleet capacity. Now, uh, never mind uh, fleet capacity, if you just use, uh, look at operational requirements, ESCOM requires uh, during winter uh, roughly 32 gigawatts of power. So uh, at any one time, uh, they should have at least four and a half gigawatts of spare capacity. Uh, and I've just explained to you that they are in fact below that. They're, in, they're running at three and now two gigawatts spare capacity. So they're again running at half of the worldwide accepted uh, norm or much lower than half of the worldwide accepted norm. So that immediately tells you that uh, the risk of load shedding is, uh, is uh, exacerbated. Mm -hmm. How extensive is the damage and what could be the cost to repair it? Okay, so uh, when you're talking Madupi, you're talking super costs uh, because uh, this unit, uh, this uh, power station was commissioned or quoted at 34 billion. Uh, the total cost uh, to date is over 230 billion, so it's uh, nearly 10 times more expensive than what would normally be the case. Um, it, it would be very difficult at this stage to assess. Um, uh, the extent of the damage, uh, even though there is a visual uh, visuals available, the fact is that the, the adjacent unit was also damaged insofar as it tripped from the explosion, and that means that uh, it doesn't trip for no reason. It tripped because the vibrations uh, were excessive, 
and uh, it could have picked up bearing damage. So you could have collateral damage as well. And um, only a proper uh, forensic uh, investigation will tell you the exact scope of, of the damage. But uh, I can promise you it will be billions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just briefly, Ted, uh, does ESCOM have the capacity to properly maintain and repair the station? And one, what still needs to be done at that power station to ensure it operates optimally? Okay, so uh, we all know that uh, that power station uh, has been uh, run or built on defective designs. Uh, ESCOM has uh, reckoned that they found a shortcut to remedy the designs. My engineers on the ground that uh, report to me or talk to me uh, tell me that the, uh, as far as they are concerned, the shortcuts will um, result in uh, excessive costs over time and excessive wear and tear. And uh, that will probably become evident in about five years. So, uh, and ESCOM still has to fix up. Uh, at least five of the six units. The last unit, I believe, they uh, incorporated the so-called shortcuts uh, to fix up the design flaws, but uh, they still have to go back and uh, re-manufacture or redesign and re-engineer the other five units with the so-called shortcut solution. So, um, yeah, so, uh, and on top of that, sorry, uh, Matupi is probably the the, the most polluting power station in the world. Eskom is one of the four biggest ones in the world, the coal run. And uh, given that they haven't fitted the sulfur dioxide scrubbers, uh, uh, it's also the dirtiest uh, uh, pollution, the polluting power station in the world. Uh, and uh, to fix that up, uh, according to World Bank standards and undertakings, they need to spend at least another 80 billion rand hmm. uh, to retrofit uh, uh, flue gas desulfurization units. Uh, which uh, normally would be done during construction. Eskom's had 14 years to fit these units, which they haven't done, but they've promised to retrofit it afterwards, which again will result in half the power station being offline for anything up to six months.